0: What'd it do? what it do? What'd it do? Good morning, everybody. Yes, I said good morning. I'm doing my podcast in the morning time now and uploading it. And You got the morning time to listen to it or you can listen to it in the daytime. But before I go any further, it's your boy B to the L.A. Double K. A. Blacker. What's going on, everybody? On this glorious Tuesday morning here in Lynchburg City. Whether it's, hmm, okay. I just went to my car to go get a cigarette lighter. And as I was coming back, I saw this uh, guy who's driving a uh, car with the top down. And I'm like, man, it's nowhere near fucking spring or summer. I mean, it's all right out there, but it ain't, I don't think it's all right in the sense of, hey, let's drive around with the top down. But it is what it is. Nevertheless... Dr. Hedaya Nicole Green. Let me say that one more time. Dr. Hedaya Nicole Green. Black woman becomes the first doctor. That's right, y'all. The first doctor to cure cancer in mice using nanoparticles, which is laser-activated. Now, the U.S. Department gave Green $1.1 million grant from U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs to expand her cancer treatment research. Now that's some crazy shit right there, y'all. Like, um, I mean, you think about it for like like years. Everybody's been trying to find a cure for cancer, and this is not the first time that I've heard uh, mice being used in cancer research. You know, what I mean, and, and, and not to sidetrack the story, but. They tend to use mice for like every fucking thing now. When it comes to any type of research, man, like they give mice reefer and crack and coke and all types of shit. You know what I mean? And they I, they, they used to do it to the monkeys, but I guess Peter, or Peta, or whatever, got tired of that shit. So now they do it with the mice, man. It would be nice to see them catch some of them fucking sewer rats in New York and inject them motherfuckers with some and see how they react to it. But aside, aside from that. I just want to give uh, uh, a little bit of uh, Dr. Hadaya's, Nicole Green's background. Um, she has a bachelor's degree in physics and in optics from Alabama A&M. And uh, she also has a master's of science in physics from uh, a school in Alabama as well. And I just want to say, you know I mean, uh, big ups to Dr. Hadaya Nicole Green. I didn't get a chance to see a picture of her to see if she was old or young or, you know, ugly or attractive. <laughs> My bad. But, yeah. But um, anyways, man, big ups to Dr. Green. I hope uh, you continue with your research. I hope the $1.1 million grant that was given to you, uh, hopefully that's enough. <laughs> But on a serious note, y'all do know when people start, you know, starting to break codes and, uh, you know, coming up with cures and, you know what I'm saying, start making people think things start to happen to them, that's unexplainable. So, you know, Dr. Hadaya Nicole Green, if you're listening, which I'm quite sure you're not, but just in case you are. Stay safe and uh, watch your back because I got a funny feeling they're going to end up coming for your ass, especially if they decide to start using this type of treatment on human beings. You know what I mean? And and, and it's crazy, man, because they make... it, it like it can't, You know, this cure for cancer and shit, whatever the case, man, it's a money-making business. Like, they have made so much. They make money... They give a lot of money to these scientists to try and come up with, uh, cures and solutions for all types of diseases and airborne viruses and all that kind of shit. And, uh, I just hope, you know, that someday a cure can be purchased whether if it's cross the counter or do prescription or whatever but I hope when that day come they make it accessible for everybody if there's a cure out there which 100% of me believe that it is if there's a cure for cancer out there let's just go ahead on and make it accessible to everybody I mean how much more money do you need to make off of this the government the scientists and whomever else that's involved, sponsors, donors, whatever. How much money? Haven't haven't you guys made enough money off this to where you can say, okay, we eating like fat cats. Nobody in our family has to work anymore the rest of their life. Let's go ahead on and just make the curl accessible to everybody. Everybody, whether you have a job or whether you have a six-plus-figure banker account, or you're homeless, whatever the case may be, if there's a cure out there, let's just stop playing games with people's lives. Make the cure accessible. Make it affordable. And have a a human heart and decency for once in your fucking lives, government. And that's real talk, man you know they they, they they don't want you to believe that marijuana and and there's this notation that marijuana cures cancer and and I don't believe that I've never believed it however however smoking marijuana I I have talked to cancer patients and smoking marijuana is is better as they would say it's better for them as opposed to going through with chemo being sick being in pain nobody wants to to be agonized with pain and sickness all day long all week long, all month long all year long, like nobody wants that yo, so if you know, they can smoke a joint you know what I mean And, and, and it takes the pain away for a few hours, hey I think that's better than anything but that's just my opinion on that so, in other news, man, Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent is still tro- trolling D-Way's son slash daughter or kid, as I'm going to continue to call him a kid because that's what he is, and he's continued to to, to troll him on 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 uh, Facebook and Instagram and all that shit. And before I go into this story, I just want uh, I want everybody to like pump their fucking brakes for a second, because I see all of these celebs waiting on, you know, what's right, what's wrong, all of that kind of shit, at the end of the day, it's d child. At the end of the day, when you guys make these comments, whether they're supportive or hurtful, you must understand that D-Wade's child is only 12 years old. Now, if somebody was on the internet, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and they were coming at your kid... Like I have seen in the past, how parents get defensive and protective, those celebrity parents when, you know, they may put a picture of their kid up on Facebook or something and people want to chime in on what the kid look like or what the kid is wearing or what the kid isn't wearing, you know what I mean? And, and, and parents get defensive of that shit and they get mad and they go into protective mode. So, you know... I haven't heard D-Wade going to protective mode yet, but that doesn't mean that he's not going to. Now, listen, I don't agree with the shit. I don't agree with uh, you you meaning D-Wade in the sense of... I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with you embracing your child. At the end of the day, that's your child. But I don't agree with how you're allowing the child to dress And let me clarify that Before people get to hooping and hollering And start sending me fucked up uh, <coughs> Shit on Facebook or or Anchor <laughs> And uh, what I mean by that is uh, You know, it was a picture of his son With acrylic nails and her top on And shit like that And, you know, like And like Ricky Smiley said You know, I wouldn't let my 12-year-old daughter actual daughter wear it at, at 12 so why the fuck would I let my 12 year old child who's a boy that feels like they are female a girl like even if I'm cool with the fact of my child that's a male wearing female clothing if I was to be cool with that kind of shit, I'm, I'm still at 12 years old. I'm still going to monitor. Now, like I said in my previous podcast, I'm don't, i don't, I'm not sure if it was yesterday's or uh, last week. But my kids were allowed to express themselves, with, you know, as to how they want to wear their hair or, you know, the clothes that they wore. And I also said that as long as it was in the guidelines of what you could wear to school and what we felt like was acceptable, you know, when you weren't in school, when you were with your parents or with your friends or whatever the case may be, you know. And I just think that, you know, these kids, man, especially Hollywood kids, man, they they their childhood is short. They have short-lived childhood, man, because they, you know, they become grown fast as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean. let's just be real. How many moms out there or dads is going to be perfectly fine with their 12-year-old wearing a halter top, acrylic nails? I don't give a fuck if she's a female, female, or a male who identifies themselves as a female. When you're 12 years old, you're 12 years old. And it's just that fucking simple. And... You know, sometimes I just think these parents, man, are are just, you know, just above and beyond, far and beyond. But that wasn't the biggest part of the story, man. So, Fifty has posted a meme. A meme. Some people call it memes, <laughs> but anyways, Fifty posted a, a meme of R. Kelly sitting beside Wade with bubble caption. Over their heads. Now, R. Kelly's bubble caption said, Heard he had a daughter now. <laughs> and Way's caption read, You touch her, I'll kill you. And I'm like, Yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, only 50 could put some shit up like that, man. And so, so like, 50 is receiving a little bit of backlash, whatever, you know, for. You know trolling on the internet man he's but but the thing is is that 50 has came at all t- sorts of people like he posted a picture of nick cannon in a bikini you know what i'm saying um he joked openly about how floyd may rather can't read and write and all that kind of shit you know so 50 he he you know no one's safe, I guess, when it comes, when you do something fucked up or you feel like something is fucked up, 50 gonna put you on blast. You know what I mean? I fucked with that nigga because, you know, to do something, I mean, the shit was funny to me, man. I mean, R. Kelly got his dark glasses on and shit like that. It looked like they sitting courtside at a game or some shit to me, if you ask me. <laughs> but I just thought this shit was funny, though. So, uh, again, back to, to Dante Wilder, man. So, Dante Wilder's loss is everyone's fault but his own. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he went as far as blaming it on the 40-pound costume that he wore for Black History Month. You know, and I'm like, really, Dante? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm team Dante Wilder, win, lose, or draw. You know what I mean, but when you start making excuses, you know, if the fight was closer than what it actually was, you know, when everybody watched it, if the fight was closer, you know, if if it ended in a split decision or you know some shit like that, then you know I could take the little, you know, excuses or whatever where you know I had on a forty pound costume. And he's also went as far as to, like, uh, I'm not sure if he's already fired his trainer or consider firing his trainer, but his trainer, Mark Breeland. Now, according to reports, Mark Breeland is, like, the, I guess, assistant trainer. And the head trainer told him not to do it. Dante Dante also spoke in interviews saying that if it ever came to that point, not to stop the fight. Now I've heard quite a few boxers say that, you know. But no, and I'm I'm on both sides of this right now because nobody, man, is gonna sit back and watch their boy get pummeled to death. You know what I'm saying? Like you could die in the boxing ring if you're not careful. You know what I'm saying? Muhammad Ali trying to prove a point back in the day is why he had, he ended up with Parkinson's. There was always reports that Ali couldn't, uh, he's scared to get hit, he's scared to get hit. And I'm like, you know, no, the motherfucker ain't scared to get hit, he's just too fast to get hit. So I guess Ali wanted to show the world that, hey, I'm scared to get hit, I can take a punch. And he took one punch too many to the head and he ended up with Parkinson's. You know what I'm saying? God rest his soul. And Deontay has to understand that I'm quite sure, okay, I'm quite sure you had that conversation. I'm quite sure the cut man and the trainers and all of them people said okay. But of course they're going to say or, okay at that point in particular time, Dante. I mean you not to say that you're an intimidating factor when it comes to your trainers and the cut mans and sparring partners and all of that shit but Y'all, y'all, know how it goes. It's kind of hard to say no to the celebrity, when, especially when the celebrity pays your bills, put money in your pocket, food on your table. It's kind of hard to say no to them, so they probably said yes. But nevertheless, Tyson Fury was 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 killing him. You know, especially after the the, the, the second round, like Tyson was just killing him, man. And you know, Trey got mad when the ref called the fight and the ref was like hey your your, your corner threw the towel in so that's my when they do that it's my job to stop the fight but Dante you know he wasn't trying to hear that so he's blamed everybody now with the exception of himself so uh, Dante Wilder if you're listening which I know you're not but just in case you are dude you lost the fight it happens train uh get a get a few more techniques up under your belt. And I you know, uh the reports say that the third fight, the the rematch is is it's is, is a it's a go. So I'm hearing uh end of June, beginning of July or something like that. And uh So it's gonna be very interesting man to see that again. You know what I mean? And also real quick, y'all, um, man, this I had quite a few topics today. And I'll jump to another one. Oh yeah. So it's it's y'all boy, man. Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Now, Oprah doesn't want to talk about him. Gail doesn't want to talk about him. Nobody wants to do an interview, so I said, fuck it. I take it upon myself to talk about Mr. Harvey Weinstein. Stun by the verdict claiming I'm innocent I'm innocent I'm innocent how could they do this in America (laughs) motherfucker if you innocent then Bill Cosby has got to be innocent on all charges if you're innocent but nevertheless man Harvey was found guilty of committing a criminal sexual act and third-degree rape now before I go any further You know what I mean? Like, I've always heard of first, second, third degree murder. But I ain't never heard of first, second, and third degree rape. Like, I always thought rape was rape. You know, and maybe that's just my ignorance, uh, but I always thought rape was rape, man. And and, you know, when I've heard other people uh, being tried, on rape charges, like, I've never heard first, second, or third degree rape charges, but I guess it's a first time for everything, but um, all the other charges, basically, with the exception of those two, uh, he was acquitted, and uh, the crazy part about it is that on those two charges alone, he could still end up in prison the rest of his days, and with that being said, he has a Uh, He still has a trial to attend in L.A., you know, and they're expecting him to receive an enormous amount of jail time from that trial. Now, prior to him really going back and forth to court over this trial, Harvey Weinstein stood upright. He didn't see a cane in his hand. He didn't see him pushing a walker. He didn't hear nothing about back surgeries or anything of that nature. The moment the judge gave that motherfucker his sentence, <laughs> and he heard them handcuffs click around his, his wrists, and that's when that motherfucker knew shit was real. Next thing I know, Harvey starts to complain of chest pains. And so instead of sending his ass to Rikers Island last night, they sent him to Bellevue Hospital. Now, Bellevue Hospital in New York is known to uh, as a psychiatric treatment, but it's also been known to uh, medicate and and, and, and nurse uh, inmates from Rikers Island. And so, I guess this is Harvey's way of trying to prolong the inevitable. You know what I mean? Like, y'all got to understand, this motherfucker been rich primarily all his life. He's always had the finest of everything. And now he's about to see himself in a jumpsuit eating prison food. Now, I'm going to keep it 100, you know, because this man is rich as a motherfucker. So, he's going to be able to buy certain things he wants. And I'm not talking about commissary people. Nah, I'm talking about fucking guards. He's gonna be buying guards. He I I ain't got him eating prison food like that, like the way that everybody, you know, else is gonna eat it. But then again, I could be wrong, cause this motherfucker, you know, he he's going to depend on sex crimes. And it's you know it's crazy because you're locked up amongst a bunch of motherfuckers who have committed heinous acts and some white-collar crimes. But it's two types of people in prison that prisoners don't take kind to. Actually, three types. Snitches. They end up with that buck fifty. For those who don't know what the buck fifty is, it's when you get your face slit, sliced from one side to the other. And it normally takes about 150 stitches to sew your shit back up. That's one way. Another way, if you committed harm to a female in the sense of killing or or molest a child, and then you have rape and sexual misconduct, and prisoners who have, like, killed... And robbed and stealed and did all types of other shit down on you because you're a sex offender. <laughs> you know, you're a rapist, you're a child molester. You know, so those type of crimes right there, when when you're in prison, oh, you have a big red target on your back. And Mr. Weinstein, you know, you 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 won't be in G P buddy. Now, for anybody that don't know what that means, all you people that's never been locked up before, GP is general population. That's what that is. But I have no remorse for him. but, you know, since Gail and Oprah say, you know what, fuck it, Weinstein has put a lot of money in our pocket, we're not going to turn our back on them, and, and it's crazy because, you know, everybody just seen the pictures where Oprah is kissing uh, Harvey Weinstein, I'm assuming there was at an award ceremony or something like that, and she's kissing him on the jaw, and she's been in numerous other pictures with him. You know what I mean? And uh, it's it's, it's just crazy how, you know, they were quick, quick to have an interview with R. Kelly, Oprah, quick to do a Michael Jackson documentary, Quickly want to put, uh, what's the guy's name from Def Jam? Russell Simmons. When they found absolutely nothing on him, you know what I'm saying? All of these black guys that you know the black community looks up to, and Oprah, the black community looks up to you as well. Now, Gail, use Oprah's sidekick, so I don't think they look up to you like that. I just think they respect you due to the fact that you're Oprah's sidekick. But you know, people like Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry. Uh, these are you know big figures in the movie industry and Harvey Weinstein was like the biggest if not the biggest I don't know if y'all ever see ever if you put in a uh, like a DVD or you know sometimes you may watch a Netflix movie or you know whatever and you see Miramax pop up there well, that was Harvey Weinstein's com- um, company, and since he he had got canned from that company, and while going back and forth to court, the company ended up filing for bankruptcy. But um, <clears throat> aside from that, though, man, you know, he was a big wig in the game. He could make or break your career. You know what I'm saying, and a lot of these females you know that we're trying to get in the game, like I said on my previous podcast. I mean, we, you know, depending upon the background where they come from and stuff of that nature, I'm quite sure some of them was probably down with the sexual passes and advances. Advances. Now, make no mistake about it, I'm not sitting here saying that the women who came out and spoke against Harvey Weinstein are liars. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that don't sit here and tell me that all of them uh, didn't want his sexual advantages, you know what I mean? Because I'm quite sure that if, I'm quite sure out of all of those women, I'm quite sure at the very least one of them was cool with that shit, especially if she thought it was gonna get her in a blockbuster type movie. Or a hit TV series or something like that. Because Harvey Weinstein was, like I said, was a big man on campus and he had a lot of connects with people in 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 in, in Hollywood. But uh on that note there, the bastard deserved to ride in jail. It's that simple. And it's kind of crazy that Bill Cosby went in first. And as long as Bill stays alive, he have a chance of getting out. Harvey, bud, I think you in for a lifetime, man. And uh, it's basically your fault, bro. Lil Boosie's son, 2D Raw, stands by his dad's comments. Now, um, last week, y'all y'all saw the video. Lil Boosie Badass uploaded when he was uh, pleading to Dwayne Wade. To not cut his son' dick off. <laughs> I, man, I swear, man, if y'all haven't seen that video, y'all gotta, y'all gotta pull that shit up, yo. Like I said earlier, it's not funny, but it's funny, yo, because of his accent and the way he was pleading. But who's his son has, uh, took to social media and basically, uh, second everything that his dad has said, man. And, you know, that's just a, a, a kid, you know, trying to protect his dad. You know, he read the social media comments. He hear the negative, tip, the negativity and the backlash, you know, that uh, people was giving his dad and shit. So people try not to get too caught up in what this the, the 16-year-old kid said because I'm quite sure he was doing that solely off of raw emotion. You know what I mean? He was doing that solely off of Raw Emotion And I'm quite sure that You know, he I don't think he really knew what the fuck he was talking about I just think He was just going off of what his dad said, man And uh a, Tootie, Tootie Raw is a, is, a, is a really good kid, man I look at a lot of uh Bootsie's, uh Facebook Live postings And you know, like I, like I had told my girl, I was like, look, I don't really fuck with his music because I don't like his voice when he's rapping, but his Facebook Live posts, be, they be lit. They be on fire. More fire. So, um, you know, just, just social media, uh, all you grown-ups that's coming at uh, Lil Boosie's son, Tootie Raw, the same way I'm going to stand up for d Ways child in the sense of grown people trolling them and having this and that to say, I got to do the same thing for Boosie, son, because at the end of the day, both of these people, d Way's child and Boosie's son, are kids. And yeah, sometimes kids do things that they shouldn't do. Kids say things that they shouldn't say. But it doesn't mean that grown people have the right to chime in and and speak in a manner, in a manner that they are, are, they are, Talking to a grown-up and not a child. So uh, all you grown people that's 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 hitting 2D raw up and saying a bunch of negative shit. Stop it. Cut it out. It's not needed. And guess what, y'all? Um, an Idaho bill would send doctors to prison for life for treating trans kids. Ain't that some shit? Like that's crazy, right there, bro. Like that's crazy as a motherfucker, man. Now, when they say treating trans kids, I'm not saying you know if a transgender uh, break their leg or their arm or something, then they can't. The doctors at the hospitals can't, you know, treat them for it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when the transgender people come into these doctors' offices and you know needing hormone shots and you know all of that kind of stuff that's what's been banned and when you when you do shit like that basically what you're saying is that look i don't believe you could be born this way this is just bullshit uh you made the choice to be gay or the choice to be transgender whatever the case may be that's the only thing i can get from it like how the fuck are you going to deny doctors from treating someone Nobody, nobody denies the doctors when they uh, injected Lil' Kim's lips and face and had her looking like the fucking Catwoman. No doctors go to jail for that. These chicks go out here and go get these false asses. Don't of the doctors go to jail for that. You know, some of these old people in the gang done uh, had so many damn facelifts to... <laughs> they can't even look down no more <laughs> whatever the case man and the doctors don't go to jail for that shit so you know come on man we we listen like I said and i continue to say this shit until I'm dead and gone I don't care what sexuality you claim to be want to be or you actually are what you do in your bedroom is none of my business if you decide to flaunt Yourself in a manner of this is what I do in my bedroom. It's still none of my business. This is America. We have free will. We have the right to dress any way we want to, look any way we want to, and act any way we want to. That what makes this country, you know, what it is. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's number one because I don't look at America like that. But it is. This is. These are the things that make the country what it is. Having free choice and free will because. If anybody that knows anything about the Middle East, places like Africa, and a lot of the Caribbean islands, they don't like Bate boy gay people, whether they're men or women. I've had stories from my African friends who have told me if, you know, the police or just the law or just Uh, regular citizens caught two people of the same sex having sex, they basically had the right to kill them. They could stone them. They could tie their hands up and place tires over them in stacks, pour gasoline around the tires and light the fucks on fire. Yes, they have the right to do those things in certain countries. You know, so I get it. America is not as great as it needs to be. America could do a whole lot of shit better. But there are some countries out there with laws that would make you say, you know what, I'm glad I live in America. And uh, there's, so the DC sniper, Malvo, can seek parole after a change in the Virginia law. Um, If you were tried and convicted for like, I guess murder or whatever, under the age of 18, under the old law Well, you had to serve that time, you know But big ups to Ralph Northam And before I go any further, I just want to let y'all know, man Ever since Ralph Northam had uh, allegedly Was exposed in wearing blackface Or a Ku Klux Klan uniform In a college or high school Or either a college yearbook picture I forgot exactly which one it is but ever since that came out, like last year, like this dude has been fighting tooth and nail for black people, man. <laughs> so I just gotta give a big, you know, Ralph Norton is one of the reasons why I ended up with my license back. So you know, I got to give props to him to a certain degree. But uh, so apparently, you know, he uh uh the DC Sniper Malvo can. Uh, receive a new census guidelines or something to that nature but I still don't think he's getting out because he still got murder charges in Maryland and even though the Virginia legislators may have changed the law in this state, it's already been reports that they didn't do the same thing in Maryland so Virginia can let his ass out if, he want, if they want to but I guarantee you before he step on the streets Maryland police will be right there to pick his ass up so good luck with that one right there, Lee Malvo. And before I leave y'all today, man, I, I I had a little good news yesterday when I uh, saw that another company has picked up my uh, podcast station and I gave shout-outs to that company called Pocket Cast. Well, man, I'm on my way home. Well, I get home this morning from work and, 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 and I look at my phone and I see the podcast symbol up there. And so I read it, and now I got another company that's uh, going to be airing my podcast, man, and this one is Google Podcasts. So right now I got like five podcast companies that that's, that's uh, uploading my shit for people to listen to, and I just want to give a shout-out and a big thank you to everybody that listened to this podcast Donates to this podcast and have Subscribed to this podcast because Without you guys I wouldn't have These companies uh, Uploading my podcast So I want to give a big thanks A big shout out to all my family That listen and and Has participated with donations or Subscriptions and I also want to give a Big shout out to all of my friends All of my co-workers And if there's any enemies out There and you're listening to this shit I want to give a big shout out to y'all too And on that note, it's your boy B to the L-A, double K-A, Blacker. I'm out, y'all. Peace.